Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to AutoLine Daily. Here's some of the latest developments in the global automotive industry. There's a very interesting tug of war going on between three European automakers and their Chinese joint venture partners. It's all about who gets to sell imported cars. Right now, those imports are controlled by the European OEMs and sold in separate dealer networks. And they are a source of massive profits for those companies. Reports from China say Mercedes-Benz is battling with Beijing Auto over this issue. Jaguar Land Rover is battling with Cherry. And Volkswagen just agreed to let SAIC use its dealer network to sell imported vehicles. Here's my AutoLine insight. This is going to hurt the profitability of these three European companies. Up to now, they did not have to split the profits of those imported vehicles. And the import market is booming in China. Meanwhile, Volkswagen wants to increase its ownership in its joint venture with First Auto Works to 50% from the current 40%. But FAW says it's not going to happen. Analysts in China say FAW would lose face and probably lose money if it gave up 10% equity in the joint venture. But FAW needs VW's help in launching its own brand And those analysts say it'll probably have to give Volkswagen more ownership, but not 10%. Toyota is boosting exports from the U.S. Last year, the company shipped more than 124,000 cars made in America to 21 different countries, and that's up 45%. And now Toyota just announced it'll start exporting Corollas built in the U.S. to 18 countries in Latin America and the Caribbean next year. Production of the 2014 model begins in April, and the company expects to ship 7,500 Corollas to the region during the first year of sales. Hertz's Dream Car program allows you to rent cars out of most people's reach, including brands like Aston Martin, Lamborghini, Porsche, and Ferrari. And now it's adding another high-scale brand to the list. Hertz customers can now rent the Tesla Model S and Roadster from its San Francisco and LA airport locations. Bloomberg reports there are five models between the two airports, which will cost $500 a day. Engine downsizing has been the name of the game at BMW's M division in recent years, and with the introduction of the new M3 sedan and M4 coupe comes yet another smaller unit. The new three-liter twin-turbocharged inline-six that replaces the outgoing four-liter V8 is the smallest displacement engine that's gone in an M3 since 1991. It will officially produce 424 horsepower and what's said to be significantly more than 370 pound-feet of torque. Despite being smaller, it produces 10 more horsepower than the V8 and should propel the new coupe to 60 miles an hour faster than the previous model, somewhere in the four and a half second range. The coupe and sedan will make their official debut at the Detroit Auto Show and go on sale in mid-2014. I'm Sean McElroy here in the Smoky Mountains, the perfect place for Toyota to reveal its refreshed Tundra for 2014. That report coming up next. 
Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. The full-size truck segment is growing so fast that the industry expects to sell 2 million units by 2015. And that's good news for OEMs like Toyota as it launches its updated Tundra with many of the improvements coming courtesy of its current owner base. When we conducted our focus groups with our customers, the customer said, our, your powertrains are very competitive, the size of the truck is very competitive, the capabilities of the truck are, are very competitive, but what they wanted to see improved was the exterior styling. The styling was a, a little dated, it was kind of bubbly, and what they wanted to see was a more chiseled, aggressive, rugged look that reflects the capabilities of the Tundra. In addition to that, they wanted to see more variations in the grade strategy, strategies of the truck, and we responded by giving them five different grades with an exclusive 1794 grade as well. And this 1794 edition is aimed at a decidedly upscale market with its soft baseball glove leather seats and wood trim. But make no mistake, Toyota isn't just marketing the Tundra to the country club crowd. As we look at the, at the market today, we see really three targets for this truck. The first uh, consumer that we see is what we call family guys. And these are people typically with a few kids in the home. Um, they have active lifestyles. They could own a small business or work in a business that requires them to have a truck during the week. But at night and on weekends, it's also their personal vehicle. We also see active boomers, typically people without kids in the home, but they have an active lifestyle. They go fishing, maybe they tow a boat. And again, they have the need for a full-size utility truck and then finally we see the pure, you know, the work truck need. And we will be targeting all three of those consumers in our marketing efforts. After spending the day driving the 2014 Tundra, I have to say, this is a very nice truck. The powertrain and chassis handled everything we threw at it, and the interior upgrades are spot on. The only real knock that I have against this truck is that I'm just not a fan of this new front bumper fascia. From the Smoky Mountains for AutoLine Daily, I'm Sean McElroy. Say, don't forget to join us tonight for AutoLine After Hours. Our guest will be John Davis, the chief engineer on the Ford Fiesta ST, which I think is the best enthusiast car for the lowest price. So join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for some of the best insider information in the business. That's tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on AutoLine.tv. And that wraps up today's report. Thank you for watching.